welcome to another episode of Random Fit. I am Wendy Batts, and I'm here with my friend and co-host, Mr. Ken Miller. Ken, how are you? Good, Wendy. How are you this morning? Uh, just living a dream. I'm of course you. you are. Of course you are. <laughs> every every time we record, you've got I a know. dream to live. Uh, you know what? And it seems like every week it's something different. Like this week, I woke up, I'm like freezing to death. Last week, I'm like, man, is it ever going to be fall? Like I can't, I don't know what's happening with our weather. I don't know what's going on in the world. Uh, but, uh, well, yeah. you're one of those. You got to start wrapping a blanket or, or, I, I a, or a, like, poncho, a poncho. My, uh, oh, I had to wear a poncho when I went to Disney because it came into a complete nutter downpour while we were there. Um, however, it was a fantastic time. Um yeah. But then that brings us into today, you know, didn't want to miss our podcast. So we wanted to make sure I got back in time. So, (laughs) and today our topic, no plan, no problem. So while I was on my trip and Ken, you and I discussed this, I was speaking with my family members and they were like, Wendy, I listen to your podcast all the time, but I'm going to tell you this. When I walk into the gym, I still have no idea what I'm doing. I'm like, okay, so obviously I am not being very clear in what I'm saying. So I think today's podcast um, hits home for my family. So I'm hoping that uh, any kind of requests you guys have, we're always wanting to know more and more, but uh, it kind of brings us into seriously, if you don't have a plan and you're new to working out, or even if you're not, you're doing the same things. We've talked about switching it up. We've kind of given some ideas, but Ken, I mean, I'm sure you get this all the time too. I get this all the time. You know what? And it's and forget the clients, right? It's even me myself. If I'm, it's you know, it's two in the afternoon. Okay, now I have a moment. You know, my mind's still going from the day, and I'm like, okay, so now what do I do? And I've got my own facility, right? So I've got all the equipment. So it's like, okay, well, all right, I'll start off with this, but then I start overthinking it. So I kind of go the other way. So I start overthinking what I'm going to do. So instead of just getting something going, uh, you know, just to get, you know, the the blood flowing and then get into the workout. I, then I just overthink it and I'm still stalling out. But, uh, you know, it's funny you say that because I have a client that travels every now and then and they're like, I'm in my hotel room or they got this great fitness facility at the hotel that I'm staying in and I don't know what to do. I got uh, dumbbells. I got a bench. I got some cardio. Where do I start? What do I do? How do I get going? And I, you know, as you and I have talked in other, other of our episodes, it's just, just do something. A little bit of something is a better than a whole lot of nothing. Is is our saying from we picked up from our friend and cohort, Mr. Rick Ritchie. But if you if you have some basic fundamental exercises in your back pocket, then you know start off with that, and then and then go from there. At least you know at the very end, if you don't feel like doing anything else, you'll have done three or four movements, a couple sets, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. But you know, have something in your back pocket. So that way, if you don't know what to do, you got something you can do. Well, yeah. And if you don't have a lot of time, still doing something is better than nothing. And that's what I was trying to reiterate while we were on this trip. And it literally (laughs) was like, you know what? Okay. You know, you don't have to go to a gym. You don't have to. And I have to say that to myself. I mean, I have a Mm -hmm. a gym in my house and then I, uh, not not like a major gym, but I have a small little area (laughs) that uh, has some of our gym equipment. And then, you know, obviously I have memberships to the gym, but I always, you know, I don't always have the chance. I don't have it in my schedule. It's like, okay, I'm going to take this amount of time off. But, you know, people are like, I don't know if I have an hour, an hour and a half to give up for the gym. I'm like, well, why do you need that long? Because in all reality, there are so many compound movements, meaning that you can combine exercises to get it done or, you know, or just do the the bigger muscle groups. You're going to burn more calories. You're going to get a lot out of it. 
But, you know, just make sure, too, that you warm up and cool down correctly, um, you know, by foam rolling and stretching, which we've talked a lot about, um, you know, trying to do that even before you go to the gym, while you're at home, if you're watching television, if you're drinking your coffee, have the foam, just be on the floor, roll, drink coffee, read the paper, whatever it is you want to do, you can multitask, people. You can multitask. Right. I'm getting so, when, so good yeah. at that, by the way. Multi. <laughs> All right, so okay. Wendy. So well, wait a I think that I'm getting better at it, but probably not because I'm I'm losing my mind at times too. So well, even if you're multitasking, you got to start with one task. So Wendy, what do you think? What what what's the first? What's your first go-to exercise when it comes to if you don't have a plan, no problem. What's your what's your first go-to? So, and I do this with every one of my clients, and I've said this on multiple podcasts, multiple webinars, so I'm not changing it because I do this myself. I do this with everyone, and I don't care basically where you're starting from. I know that the hips and the glutes are usually the weakest link, and obviously they're super important in order to move correctly. And because I'm sitting on my tush a lot, and I'm traveling a lot, and doing things that aren't necessarily great for my body, my go-to is I grab a minivan. And I have one, I travel with it. I have one at home. I have, they're all over the gym, but just a small little mini band. And I put it around my ankles or like right below or above my knees. And I do lateral tube walks, just walking side to side, yeah. making sure I'm not teapotting. So my abs are in, my feet are straight. And I take many steps to the side. I meet in the middle, step to the side, meet to the middle. And I'll go 12, one direction, stay facing the same direction. And then I come back that same way. So I'm leading with my opposite foot. I do two sets side to side. I do two sets forward and back. And then I immediately grab a weight. I put it on my hips. I grab a ball if I have one. If not, I'll do it on the floor. And I go into a set of bridges to try to just activate the outer hip, activate the glutes. And that's my 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 go-to every single time. I love it. I love it. I, I'll do the bridges as well, especially uh, I don't have to be on the road to do it. But because uh, I could actually I have a little bit of space in front of my TV. So even like some depending on the day, if it's during a like a, a timeout during a, a sporting event or even time during out. a commercial. You, you get time out. in trouble. We got wow. we got a TV. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You're a, uh, a, if you've got timeout, then that means you've been or, really bad. <laughs> or let's say let's say how about during a change, you know, when they're when they're at the bottom of the inning and they're changing at bats, um, something where I know I've got a minute or two, I'll just do a minute worth of bridges as well. So it's easy because you, I mean, how many exercises that give you that much benefit as in activating glute, activating the glutes, opening up the front of the hip, you know, what other exercises do that other than the bridge? So you mentioned the, the band or tube walking as well as the, the floor bridge. The floor bridge is the go-to because, uh, because of all of that, right? And you're opening up the front, you're activating the back and you don't need any equipment, really. I mean, it's it's a great bonus if you're doing the bridge with a band around the knees, right? A little bit of extra resistance there. But, you know, when I'm getting off a plane, um, not in the terminal, but when I get to the hotel, <laughs> that's when I'll do that. Um, and it's also my starter when I, when, I, when I have to still figure out the rest of the workout. Okay, I'll just start off with some bridges. I'll formulate the workout in my head while I'm doing the bridges. So that is a go-to of mine as well. Yes. And if you guys are just joining us on Random Fit, I am Wendy Batts here with Ken Miller. And today we're talking about no plan, no problem. And basically, we got to figure out stuff for you guys to do. And so if you were new to the gym, you just don't want to think about it. We talked about grabbing a minivan, doing some, some lateral two walkings. We talked about the bridges. 
Another one that I usually go to shortly after more for a dynamic warm up. Now, again, I've probably done some sort of static stretching or something like that beforehand, but I love lunges. And I think, you know, people say, oh, but lunges hurt my knees or, you know, or I just don't feel like I'm doing them right. Well, here's mm -hmm. the deal. If they're hurting your knees, you're probably not doing them right. And usually when people feel like discomfort and stuff in their back knee, it's because they are literally keeping their torso straight up and down and their legs are at a 90 degree angle. In all reality, if you slightly lean forward and you make parallel lines between your torso and like your front shin, so you slightly lean forward, but still have a very, you know, um, flat back, you've got your chin tucked in and you weight the front leg. So all of your weight is on the front leg. And then you really focus on the quad and glute on that front foot. And then you stand up and then do it again. And you continue either walking or even doing it stationary if you don't have a lot of room. Lunges can be so beneficial because, again, it still opens up the hip. You're working your quad and your glutes, which are two primary big muscles. So you're going to burn a lot of calories. If you keep, keep walking and continuously do it, it can increase your heart rate because they're bigger muscles. And you're going to get a lot out of it because, again, glutes are going to be firing. Your quads are now working. You're still keeping your core in tight. I, I am a big fan of the lunges for that reason, personally. And to your point, no exercises. You don't need a lot of room. And you're going to get a lot of bang for your buck there. Yeah. And I think, Wendy, you touched on a point there when if people you know, are avoiding lunges because of pain, whether it's through the hip or the knee, I mean, if, if it's something that's kind of been lingering around and it's something that you're battling or encounter more more often than not then you know you should get that checked out or seek help from a personal trainer to to monitor those things that you just talked about wendy so for form and technique you always want to make sure that you're doing things that are efficient and safe for your body first and foremost but i think you know people will use pain or discomfort as a reason and and that is a hundred percent um understandable right if something's hurting you that's your body telling you it's like i don't want to do that you know for a certain reason so um and you mentioned and described the forward lunge well um sometimes to avoid pain and discomfort you can go into a different direction so one of the things that i love about the lunge which is one of my go-to's as well uh, when you don't know what you're doing is try a different direction so instead of going with a forward lunge i've had clients who have discomfort going in one direction but may have zero discomfort going into another direction. So instead of going with a forward lunge, they might go with a side lunge mm -hmm. and still looking at the same postural considerations. You're talking about hip, knee, and toe alignment, nice tall spine, parallel angles between the shin and the trunk, or even maybe uh, doing a reverse lunge or a backward lunge might be something that uh, might alleviate some stress but, you know, the other thing that, to, that you have availability for is who says you have to drop all the way down to the ground on the lunge, right? If you can go three quarter or 50% halfway down and that doesn't bother you and that is pain-free range of motion, then guess what? Do that, right? So a lunge is great for all those things that you talked about, Wendy's. But I think people just need to be open to the idea of the fact that you have different directions that you can go into and you can modify your range of motion, especially if you have a, a, a range of motion that is pain-free. And, you know, if it's pain-free, use it, go there. Mm -hmm. And you, you, you made a very, very important 
um, point by saying moving in different, you know, different directions. And, and guys, we move in life and basically three planes of motion. We move forward and back, side to side, and we rotate. That's how we move. That's how that's basically you get what you train for. So if you're in the gym and you're always doing everything in a forward and backward position, to your point, can switch it up, move side to side, do that side lunge that he just talked about, or maybe even slightly rotate. And when we say rotate, like if I'm looking straight ahead and I'm saying like a clock, that that's 12 o'clock. And I slightly just pivot to, let's say, nine o'clock and lunge down and then come back to 12. Then that is more of a rotational type lunge. It doesn't have to be from 12 to like six o'clock where you're trying to get yourself all the way back, you know, to a complete different direction. You know, just even a slight turn is going to teach your body how to react in the transverse plane, which is, you know, anything with the rotation, which unfortunately, based on what we've seen, that's where most injuries occurs when you're rotating and dropping down. So like if you actually really focus on training yourself that way, when you're doing things in life, there's going to be a really good and positive um, reflection because you're training that way. Your body knows how to react that way. And so if you think about what Ken just said, I said, you know, doing walking lunges. And then I said, oh, okay, stationary lunges. You don't need, if you don't have a lot of space and you're like, well, what about side lunges and then reverse lunges and then, you know, transverse lunge, which is the turning lunge. That's five different lunges that you can do on five different days. So for you guys to think, okay, I don't know what to do. We just gave you five different types of lunges working really big muscle groups. That's going to be very beneficial on things that you do in daily life that you can consider adding into your program. And each time just do something different. It's still a lunge, but it's a lunge in a different way, which is going to force yourself to, to use muscles that you're not used to using. And you're going to get a lot of a lot out of it long term. Right. And again, it's an exercise that doesn't use a whole lot of space. Right. Nope. It's just as far as you can step to the right or as far as you can step to the left or as far as you can step in front of you. So basically, if you have one stride length of a footprint. Right. So whether you're in a small hotel room or a small gym that has other people working out in it, you know, sharing spaces and trying to keep distance, it doesn't take a whole lot of space either. So it's uh, it's definitely a top five in my book. Yes. And another really important point, too, you don't have to load it. That's another really big thing. Yeah. Just think about how much your body weight is. And if you slow your lunge down and you oh, yeah. really focus on the movement itself. So think about lunging down like for three seconds or four seconds and then pausing at the bottom and then popping up and then repeating from like 12 to 20 times or even like, let's say, 10 on each leg. It's going to be extremely difficult. You don't have to hold heavy weights. That's what's great about it. To your point, you don't have to have all of this yeah. excessive equipment in order to really get a lot of benefit out of that. Yeah. And again, if, if you're the reason why you can't come up with a plan for your workout is because you're just thinking, how can I spend the most amount of calories in this short amount of time? Guess what's going to spend a lot of calories? Lunges, big muscles, yes. burn calories. Yes. And those of you guys that are just joining us on Random Fit, again, we are talking about no workout plan, no problem. We have talked about lateral tube walking. We talked about bridging. We talked about lunges. And now I'm going to talk about the push-up. I think the push-up push is amazing because... It is a plank, basically. So you're working all of your core. And remember, there's approximately 29 muscles that make up your core. So you're focusing on all those little muscles that protect the spine. You're squeezing in your stomach. You're squeezing in your glutes. So everything's having to really work to hold and maintain that, that alignment. And even if you can't do a push-up on the ground, you can be on your knees. You can hold onto a bar a can or a countertop, a wall. You can elevate your feet. You can do so many different things. 
Plus, if you really go down nice and slow, you hold it and then you push up, you're working your chest, you're working your shoulders, you're working all of those muscles that actually uh, focus on how your shoulder blades are supposed to move and your core. I mean, geez, it's just, it's a win-win. They're hard. <laughs> Nobody likes them. They're, but the reason why no one likes them is usually because they're hard. <laughs> so. Right. Right. So if you think, I mean, if you just kind of think about what we just talked about so far, Wendy, we've got... Again, you don't know what to do. You go into a gym, you're like, I just don't know. I, whether it's motivationally re related or you see a bunch of equipment that uh, you're not familiar with. And so you're just, you know, that analysis paralysis thing. So like, like I said, you just can overthink things. So let's just say you've done your floor bridges. You've done a set of lunges. Well, guess what? You got your, you got your glutes, right? Your posterior chain with the, with the, with the bridges. You've now got the lower body with the lunges. And now it's time for some upper body work, right? And again, as you said, Wendy, it's you're activating a lot of core, right? So think about the, you know, one way to think about the push-up is just it's a moving plank. Ears, shoulders, hips, knees, and ankles, all of those, all of those checkpoints should be in line, just like if you were doing the plank. So think of it as an extended core workout that now emphasizes the upper body pushing muscles, as you said, chest, shoulders, you're getting the arms in, in it as well. So um, you know, from that vantage point, there is a lot of ways you can vary it, but, you know, just bang out 10, think about the next exercise you're going to do, then bang out another 10 with, with those, you know, considerations in mind, as far as alignment, um, muscles that you're using or not supposed to use. Um, but overall push-ups are great. If you don't know what to do, this is one of those things you just, you know, you know, it's like in, in high school or those movies about, you know, boot camp in the military, drop and give me 20, right? So if you, your default, is just drop and give me 20. Once you get your 20 in, then you can figure out the rest from there. But push-ups, that's another one. You know, if it's a TV timeout and I'm watching a commercial or or an ad as my, my daughter's, and that ad is on the, the TV. Uh, wow, how then, proper. Yeah, yeah, it's another <laughs> ad. You know, for us, it was grow, growing up, right? It's commercials, right? Ah, commercial, all right, let's let's grab our popcorn, go to the bathroom, then be back in two minutes. Now it's like, you got to wait till the ad pops up. And all that. Anyway. Love connection two and two, so yeah, that goes exactly. to show how old I am. I mean, that show didn't even exist anymore. However, yes, in two minutes, yeah. just not like drop down. And and for me, I, I'm not a huge push up fan because it hurts my wrists if I do them on the ground. Mm -hmm. And you know, I need my hands for my job, and so that's why you know I'll use a countertop or I'll use like the edge of a bench or I will be on my knuckles. Anything to, you know, so, so again, I'm not using mm -hmm. that as an excuse. It's like, okay, how can I do this exercise where it does not cause any kind of discomfort in any of my joints, but I know that this is going to benefit me. So yeah. yes, I could easily say, you know what? Can't do those. Cause it really irritates my wrists. That's an easy cop out y'all easy cop out. So instead just find some alternatives, make sure that it works for you. And like, just like we were, we were talking about the lunges you don't have to go all the way to the floor. I mean, ideally you want to get to that full available range of motion, but do what you can without sacrificing your form. So if you know that when you get to a certain point, your head shifts forward, you start arching your back, it's really hard for you to push up without doing some kind of worm move, you know, like the, the crazy movement in your spine, then don't go down as as far or maybe decrease yeah. the amount of reps you're doing and then work up to, you know, 12 to 20. 
and, you know, do 12, do something different and then come back to it, make it a circuit. And, you know, the stuff that we're telling you, you should just try. And I'm telling you, you'll go out, you'll feel like you had a great workout and you don't have to load it again. It doesn't take a lot of space. It's something you can do anywhere. And, um, it just, you just have to fight through some of the stuff. And again, people don't like them because they're hard. <laughs> right. But like you said, Wendy, all you gotta do is just get started. And that's, I think that's the premise of this, this episode anyway, is just, just get going, right? Just get going. Cause you know that even if you did five minutes of any of these exercises that we mentioned so far, tube walking, floor bridge, push up, lunges, if you did five minutes, uh, you know, 30 seconds of each one of those, you're going to feel better. So even if it's done in five minutes, boom. But the other side of it, and hopefully this is the case, is that it motivates you to do more or other things and actually wind up getting the workout actually result um, that you're that you're hoping for. So push-ups are a great way to feel, you know, you you got blood flow up there in the upper upper torso. You've worked activated the core a little bit more. So boom, that's that's a great one. Yeah. And then strength, yeah, and your point, strength should not be an issue because you can modify it to where again if you haven't done a push-up in 10 years, do a quarter push-up, do a push-up against the wall. You're standing literally standing a little bit of a lean, do a push-up. Hey, done. You check check off that box. You just did a push up. You did a push up, but it's also you need it for daily life. You need to push right. yourself up to get up out of bed. You need to push yourself up if you get on the ground and you've got to be able to do that. So we're trying to give you things, too, that when you think about everyday life, this is uh -huh. going to transfer into something that you use daily. And, you know, as we as we get older, that stuff really is very, very important. And right. I like it. So, so those of you guys that are joining us with the no workout plan, no problem. This is Random Fit, and I am Wendy Bats with Ken Miller. And so far, again, recap: lateral tube walks, working the outer hip, bridges, working the big house, working the glutes. We got a little bit of, let's say, um, the lunges, working the quads and the glutes, and increasing your heart rate. You're also doing push-ups, working pretty much everything in the upper body. But now, let's talk about another one of my favorites. And I'm going to say this is kind of a, a kind of a combo because if you did a lot of quads and you feel like, okay, your quads are kind of burnt out on the lunges, you can do either a single leg Romanian deadlift or a single leg squat. And yeah. so the single leg is going to be super important because it focuses and works on your balance. So you're working on your arch alignment in your foot. You're working on the stability because again, remember, you really want to focus on balance. Balance is very, very important, especially as we age. So you're going to get a lot out of that. And then if you go into a single leg squat, the, the leg that's not touching the ground should hover by the foot that's planted on the ground. And you just do the squat motion, making sure. And I tell people when you first start, try to be in front of a mirror, but try to make sure the second and third toe is properly aligned with the knee. So therefore, you know that you're not stressing out any of the joints. Try to sit like you're sitting in a chair. You don't need to go any lower than that. Pause and then stand all the way up, squeeze your glutes and repeat. So down nice and slow, have really good alignment, abs are in, your, your shoulders are back. So you're, you've got those parallel lines if you're squatting. That's going to be really, really good again for the quads and glutes as well as everything on the balance component. But if you also want to maybe hit the hamstrings, stand in that same position. So you're about shoulder to hip with the part standing, lift up one leg and then just hinge at the hip. So you're just bending over with the flat back. You're pausing at the bottom, squeezing your stomach, and then fully lift your body back up. So it's literally like you just bend over, like you're going to pick up a piece of paper. 
you're going to pause, squeeze everything and stand. So it's amazing for your hamstring and glutes, but you're also still getting that balance benefit. Yep. I mean, all, all the above. And, and to kind of put some context for our listeners, it's or viewers, uh, what we are doing is we're trying to give you the things that your body doesn't get a chance to do throughout the day. So like what we're doing right now, we're sitting behind a computer sitting, right? And if we do this for any extended period of time, you know, um, you know, the, the, the glutes go to sleep, the hamstrings go to sleep, the quiet, everything goes to sleep, right? But nothing wakes up the nervous system more than now having to kind of really punch it in the face and say, okay, leg, hip, core, everything. All right. Now you're standing on one foot versus two. So your base of support goes from, let's say, hip width apart when you have two feet on the ground to the width of your fit of your feet of your foot, right? When you're standing on one leg, right? So now all those things you talk about, Wendy, your, your foot and ankle uh, have to wake up. Your, your, your hips have to wake up. Your core has to wake up because for doing it right, if we're really using those those hips to help stabilize and control the spine above it, right? Those glutes really have to fire up to, you know, to keep that hip from dropping. But one of the bigger things that I tell my, especially my corporate athletes, my, my, my desk jockeys is, you know, if you're sitting in behind your computer, you've got business professional shoes on, you know, it's usually a hard sole or a fixed sole shoe where your foot doesn't get a whole lot of chance to move standing on one leg, especially your foot outside of the shoe and your barefoot on the ground. Now you're really forcing those muscles on the, across the bottom of the feet to, to wake up, especially if you know that you need to maintain a good arch, you know, have a good relationship, you know, between your foot and the ground, you know, this is a, you know, any kind of, any kind of balance exercise. But as you pointed out, Wendy, if you're doing a single leg squat or a single leg Romanian deadlift, it's a great way to get the quads and the glutes fired up. But, one of the things that I tell my clients and more importantly is wake up those feet, get those guys, you know, to, to wake up a little bit because they're actually going to sleep when they're in a shoe or if you're just sitting down, they're not doing anything. So single leg work is, is a big bonus and a high recommendation for me, especially when a client says, well, what can I do when I'm on the road? You know what? Take off your shoes, do 10 single leg squats or 10 single leg Romanian deadlifts. And let's, let's wake up the feet and let's wake up the hips and every, you know, just kind of string everything together with balance work. I love it. Those, those, yeah. those are probably my go-tos. And then I know that you chose one that I'm like, oh, I don't really do that one very often. And I think about why I don't do it, mm, probably because it's hard. Um, yeah. But you had mentioned doing pull-ups and, you know, yes, you would need <laughs> some kind of fixed bar. You know, you'd have to have yeah. something to be able to pull up on. Um, for me, yeah. I am struggling with pull-ups. I've never yeah. been great at them. Um, you know, like I do maybe a couple that look great. And then after that, I look like, you know, a fish out of water that's doing everything to try to climb myself up in midair to get above the bar. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I shrug my shoulders. I do a lot of compensations. I'm not very good at them. However, if you're at a gym and you see one of those gigantic bands, they're called a super band. So it's just a big band that's, you know, thick and it's a, a gigantic loop. You can make a little knot in it above that bar, put your body in it, and it deweights you to help you get stronger while you start to work on the proper movement pattern, proper positioning of, of it. Because again, quality over quantity. And, and then you start building your strength up to where you will no longer need that thick of a band. Then you can go to a smaller yeah. band and then eventually no band. 
And so when you put that on there, I'm like, I am a victim of not wanting to do that one. But, you know, to, to your point, you still don't need a lot of equipment for it. If you can do them and you can bang them out, you don't have any issues with your shoulders. So you want to have healthy shoulders and elbows when you do those. And you also want to know that you've got good extensibility in your lat and good core strength in order to properly do it correctly. If you know you can check all those boxes, then then definitely add, you know, pull ups into your into your bag of tricks. And usually if you can find a rack that that you yeah. know, is available at the gym, it's a good one to also start to throw into your to your routine. Yeah. And that's you know, that's and that's that's the number one thing I hear from my client. You know, just pull ups are very you know, I, I need to have all my motivation with me for me to like stand up, jump up grab the bar and pull myself up because it is a challenging exercise. But, you know, I will say that the rewards of attempting to do a pull-up. So like you said, Wendy, if you can't do bodyweight pull-up, which is a challenge for a lot of people, right. Then you use the super band, which, which I do that because if, if I can get more than eight, you know, I'm having a really good day. Um, but also just, you know, just a real a training bar that's hanging across, you know, your, your, uh, your rig. And you could just do, let's say, a, what we call a reverse pull-up, right? So you're just mm-hmm. laying more, your your torso is is parallel to the floor, and you're just basically doing a row. So it's it's a pulling motion. It's not exactly a pull-up, but something to where now we're going to activate and use those upper back muscles, right? So where you're going to use some biceps, upper back muscles. But again, it is one of those things where you're going to get high activation, especially when you consider the upper body. But uh, challenging exercise, yes, but if you can do it and one of those things that you can really, you know, pat yourself on the back on once you do get it done, because, you know, it's not easy for a lot of people. So if you actually check off that box, that's a big box to check off if you can do it. Mm -hmm. I'm a big fan of the inverted row. So like Ken was saying, where your where your back is like, you know, basically you're laying on the ground and then you Mm -hmm. pull yourself up. Um, And if you have equipment and you have like a TRX, I do a TRX, you know, inverted row or bar inverted row with a ton of my clients, including myself. I love it. There's a huge benefit. We know that the back muscles are usually weaker because of the rounded, you know, shoulders that we have sitting at a desk or, or doing things in a forward position, which unfortunately is where we usually live. So anything that you can do to really open up your chest and get those, those back muscles to fire, that's, that's a huge, huge benefit. But I mean, the, the last thing, cause I know, um, you know, we're getting ready to wrap up for the, for the day. Um, one other thing that we actually did a whole podcast on to me, I think, um, doing any kind of full body movements. So if yep. you go into the gym and you see that, like, there's not a lot of things available, but like, maybe you can grab a set of dumbbells, dumbbells, and then you have like a little plot of land, or, you know, I say it's plot of space <laughs> or land at the gym, or if you're at home and you're doing something and, and, you know, even if you grab two bottles of detergent or whatever it is that you have, um, you could do like a squat to a bicep curl to an overhead press. So you're working your quads, your glutes, your biceps, and your shoulders. You can do the lunges that we just talked about and lunge, stand up to bicep curl to press. Um, you can do the deadlift to like a, like a side, um, like shoulder scaption. So you're working your shoulders in a safe position. And remember when we say scaption, it's not where your arms are going forward into a, a lateral raise or a front raise or to the side of a lateral raise, you're making a 90 degree angle. So it's really safe for your rotator cuff and it's good positioning while still working those muscles. Any of those combos that you can do where you're knocking out two or three body parts at one, you're going to reduce the amount of time, you're going to activate more muscles, and you're going to get more bang for it because you're having to burn and expend more calories while you're doing those those combo motions 
And to me, I want to get in, I want to get out, but I want to make sure I hit everything. So if I'm running short on time, that's also like just my go-tos is I try to think of all these movements that I can put together that make sense and then do 12 to 20, good form, slow, slow tempo. And, and those are basically all of that that we just talked about. Those are all my yeah. go-tos when I have no clue and I don't want to think about yeah. what I'm going to do. I just do those at the gym. I can get a great workout, do two or three rounds of those again, 12 to 20 reps. And I personally feel spent when I'm done. And if not, I'll go throw myself on a bike and I'll sprint it out as hard as I can for a minute, grab my foam rollers, cool down and go home. Right. Uh, so I think, Wendy, with this no workout plan, no problem, the, the ironic thing is we just gave everybody a workout plan, right? So, <laughs> so rewind it, listen, write it down, take a note. We gave you five different lunges. We yeah. gave you a bunch of different ways to do pull-ups and inverted rows and push-ups. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So do your floor bridge. Yeah, do your floor bridge, single leg squat, push-up, lunges. If you have something to pull on, pull on it. And then, <laughs> like you said, Wendy, you do a, you know, do a squat, curl, press, boom, 10 of each, done. And that's and that's the idea, right? It's nothing wrong with 10? You're such a weenie. I did 2 out of 12, 20. 12. <laughs> uh, but I'm going heavier. Oh, but yeah. I have, sure but I have 50s. But I have 50s in my hand. Sure you are. Mm -hmm. yeah. so, but nothing wrong with templates, right? Nothing wrong with templates. So this, in essence, we just gave you kind of a, a template workout to do until you figure out something else that might yeah. be might be better for you. So, yeah, so not to rehash the whole total body workout thing, but, yeah, a great wrap-up to, uh, you know, a sequence that, you know, if you don't know what to do, hey, we just gave you something to do. That's right. So, Wendy, yeah, thank you so much for your time, and I always love spending these times with you recording these these episodes, but this was a really good one because it just helps confirm that, you know, I'm not the only one short on time or that doesn't know what to do or may have a little lack of drive in my motivation, as as everybody does, and if you say that you don't, then I, I, I can't say that I believe you, but <laughs> and this is for my family. If I hear, I don't That's know what right. to do anymore. They're yeah. in big, big trouble. Boom. <laughs> there you go. Well, hello, Wendy's family. <laughs> All right. So thanks, Wendy. And uh, for those of you listening to us here on the random fit show, we just get, gave you a general idea. If you have no workout plan, no problem. Just do something. We just gave you a list of things that you can do. So if there's anything that you want to listen to topic wise, uh, just reach out to us, let us know. Like, follow, subscribe, and comment on anything else that we can do for you. But uh, again, we appreciate your time, energy, and listening to us. But until next time, take care and be well.